Are we going to have to fight all of our old enemies this week on The Hapless Heroes? Are you going, as the kids say, goblin mode? Hello and welcome back to the Hapless Heroes podcast. My name is Dave and I will be your host and dungeon master for this evening's continued carnage. So just to, you know, slip us right into a nice uh, salty uh, bath of uh, queso con carnage. We're going to start on my right with Lord and Captain or with eh. We're going to start on my right with Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Did you say queso de carnage? Yep. That sounds delicious. I think it was uh, queso con carnage or something. Queso but. con carnage. I'm I'm down. Let's do this. <laughs> that was my to, intro. That was it. All right. <laughs> to his right, we have Nicole as Boris the Butcher. Let me at him. To her right, we have Zach as Pair to Lincoln Woods. I'm going to deal these free holes a good deal. Uh, get, wait. Hang on. <laughs> I'm going to case a deal a buttload of pain to these free holes. End Nailed of it. pun. That didn't sound pained at all. <laughs> Not for a little cheesy. Stupid. That's all. Whoa. To his right, we have John as Lord Jarrell the Light. Remember, we have beaten you before. And to his right, we have Francesco as Felix Hazelbottom. I have a plan, and the plan is once again to blast. Anyway, we started blasting. All right, we resume at the top of initiative. Oh, that's me. Yes, yeah, nine, nine turns remain until the bombs detonate, with you <laughs> dangerously within range of them. Yeah, that's fun. Um, so Yes, it is. Uh, thankfully, Boris cleared out the bonework uh, skeleton thing that was between us and the one on the, your side. Um, demon Pope baby thought of Vecna thing, but the thought of Vecna gave me a thought previously <laughs> in that it created undead from the sides of this tower. Well. Once per long rest, I, too, possess the ability to create undead. Uh, do I get the feeling that I, could, I too, could raise some of the parts of this tower to fight this demon baby with its own medicine, so to speak? Mm. It's, a, uh, it's a good question, because this tower is definitely made of the dead. But these dead are claimed and belong to Vecna. But I could just make them mine instead. You could. And I would have control of them for 24 hours. Yes. Now, do you have to make any check or do they just happen? 
I mean, it just says, okay, well, he casts a spell only at night. Check. It's always night here. Uh, yeah. It, I mean, it says choose up to three corpses of medium or small humanoids within range. I'm sure among the piles of flesh, bone, and blood that are yeah. on this tower, there is there there is the composition <laughs> of at least Fantastic. Sure. three medium uh, humanoids. All right. Um, Sounds great. Yeah, right, because it's, it's bonus action each of my turns. I can mentally command them. You understand how this works. You're using it yourself. Uh, and it will be under my control for 24 hours, after which it will stop obeying any command I've given it. Um, so we'll have to kill it when we're done with it, uh, which I had no plans of keeping it for long. I don't really need a pet. So fuck it. You know what? I'm going to try it, because if they last this combat, then I'll use them against the, the, the next one. 24 hours is plenty of time. Uh, yeah, I will attempt to cast Create Undead, targeting three humanoid-ish corpses of, of variety of parts in the cent- in, yes. in this in the side of this tower that I can like access. Fair enough. Uh, let's see. Let me just check. It yeah, off that everything seems to check out for my end. So yes, you may uh, have the benefits of that uh, that spell as written. Fuck. Yes. Uh, do I? So do I have bonework skeletons, or are these? Unfortunately, just, you have it as written. I have it as written, which is so they would be ghouls. Ghouls. Well, that's less fun. It's uh, slightly but, less fun, but I'm trying to tip the scales in my favor because I'm uh, running slightly underpowered uh, greatest hits uh, monsters at you. <laughs> Uh, fair enough. I mean, that's still fine. It's fun because I have I have friends for now, um, and it'll be make it easy for us to smite them later. So honestly, yeah. fair's fair. Uh, and I will, as a bonus action, then command them to attack the thought of Vecna. Okay. Um, I, you said it moved only thirty feet away from the tower, so these yes. things can shamble thirty feet towards the baby. Oh no. Yeah, the shambles. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> okay, well, okay, they're not zombies; they're ghouls. So, like, they do—it's—it's it's less shambling and more hobbling. Okay, uh, that's fine. Now you raise them from where you are, which is uh, all the way far at the end by the bomb. So that thirty feet of shambling is still going to put them probably a good hundred and twenty feet. Uh, so maybe three well, more turns on. away. Hold on. I mean, I could do this within one hundred and twenty feet. The the rage is not. Oh, the range is ten feet. Never mind. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I guess they're they're next to me and not next to the demon baby. Son of a bitch. All right, well, fine. I will command them to go and attack that motherfucker. Is this um, thing a baby? Well, it's like well, it's more it's of like a child. A, it's like a child. It's just I'm calling it a demon baby because it's just helping me. Like, I can get you know that. Yeah. Sure. Demon mm. Pope kid? I don't know. Like, what do you want to say? It's the thought of Vecna. I mean, that's really no, what no, it's no. called. Demon Baby is the most appropriate shorthand for this, whatever this yeah. thing is. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so because um, it's evil and like you know possessed, and it's mm-hmm. like you know it's Vecna. So, anyways, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> so yeah, I do that thing, and then I tell Slim to continue moving, right? Also, like towards the thought of Vecna, so that you know. She's like in range to provide help and distract it when Jarrell inevitably brings down the smite. And that's it. That's my turn. All right. 
So there we go. Felix, Quinn, we have moved along to you. Okay. <clears throat> and I have a bonework skeleton in front of me. Is that you have what? the bonework skeleton right up in front of you? All right. But you also have Jarrell next to you. So that's yeah, a yeah, yeah. comforting. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to kind of prime this bonework skeleton for Jarrell. So I'm just going to uh, do a quick little swipe of my rapier. Uh, <laughs> uh, 11. Yeah, that's not going to get it done. Sadness. Um, I'm going to hold on to my action surge and I'm going to send Bardic Inspiration toward Jarrell again. I didn't get to use it. Brave, you're brave. Let's be brave together. I thought you used it on. Then he gave it to me again. Yeah, I can give. Yeah, can I give it to him again? If he's already got yeah, but it, I think, he hasn't used it. I, don't I think, think you used it. it you gave it to me last time too. Yeah, last, did you your not last use action. it on uh, on setting the bomb? I, did you, I yeah, thought you used it on the bomb. I did, but then you gave me it again before we, right? Yeah, before we, yeah, before you ran up, you inspired him as you ran away bravely into I did, combat. I did, I did, I did. Okay. You're right, you're right. Um, yeah. So retcon Her- that. I'm yeah, going Her- to. Yeah, there still. Though. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to. Um, I'm going to inspire Paradell. I think I already say, have it from something. Um, it would have been only if it was more than 10 minutes ago. You don't have it anymore. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it would have been from me as far as I know. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I uh, I yell, I'm brave. Jarrell's brave. Paradell, be brave with us. I'm feeling so brave in the face of all these shambles, even. Not shambles. Hobbles. <laughs> hobbles. There's. They're so similar to shambles. Those, and yet, these, these skeletons hobbling. They're, they're just so similar to shambling. But <laughs> with this with this newfound bravery that I've I've been inspired with, I will I will soldier on. And actually I kinda have an idea if these ghouls survive the combat, I might have them also be as a meat shield for us <laughs> to duck the blast. <laughs> Good Love it. Meat shield. No okay. problem with that. Anything else I'm, going on? I'm going to hold my ground um, and just kind of stay there and wait for Jarrell to to buck up with me. Okay. <laughs> is, is a hold your ground state, so it's fine. <laughs> Sounds good. So, uh, let's see. Make sure I can. Oh, sorry. I'm going to work. All right. So, yes, we move into enemies, and we're going to start with the Bonework Skeleton that's right in front of Quinn. Now, it took a, uh, Quinn took a swing at him. He's going to take his swings back. Three attacks, two with Talons and one with Sting, so we'll go each of the Talons. I will put is- one of those at disadvantage. I'm going to go with the Sting. I'm going to try to block okay. the Sting. All right. Talon one is a definite miss. Talon two is nine plus six, so that's fifteen against armor class. How's that do, uh, Quinn? A fifteen. That is a fail. Fifteen is a fail, and then the sting, yeah, which is I've, at, I have a shield. You're saying the sting is at disadvantage? Yep. Uh, let's see. So that's not going to do it either. All right, all three attacks yeah. miss. Um, Thanks. 
All right, so we got that. Um, it's not going to be um, moved because of since Oppie. I can hold on. Sorry, I have so many things to look at. Um, Perry, <laughs> isn't isn't that isn't Perry when somebody misses me, I get a attack of opportunity. Something Is that like Perry? That. Maybe Sorry, that I'm looking would be up a like reaction 15, of things. It's, it's either parry yeah. or I think it's re, I think it's repost. Uh, parry or, is re, reducing right. the damage of an attack. Repost will um, deal damage if they miss you. Let me just make sure I'm looking it up right now. Parry is when damaged in melee. I can use a reaction to reduce it by whatever. And yep. repost is when missed in melee. I can use my reaction to make one melee attack Beautiful. versus the attack. So that's what yep, I'm gonna you, do. Yeah, you expend one superiority die and make a melee weapon attack. Um, I'm going to use my lucky feet to reroll that because that was a net <laughs> one. Holy shit! <laughs> Is it a two? Uh, it's a two. So yeah, uh, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I love my new light up dice, is, but it's not working out for me. This is not the first time that you've done this, too. Nope. Like this happens no. to you more, like especially after yeah. you use your lucky feet. It, like it's Listen, like an eight is better than a nat one, so I'm yeah, I'm, that's fair. It is what it is. It's still not enough to do anything. No, but at All least right. I don't you know, stab myself with my my uh, rapier. <sighs> All right. So that happens. So that's uh, the Boneworks skeleton, but we'll go to the other Wizards, the fun part. And that's our thought of Hecna now. It's going to hover up into the air a little bit and fly, because it's got a fly speed of 30 feet. Oh, in the direction of, let's see, 30 feet towards Quinn and Jarrell and Paradell. And it is going to cast Finger of Death at uh, Jarrell. Uh, so how far away is it from me when I see it cast the spell? Uh, let's see. So it has now moved. It is, let's see, 160, 70, about 190 feet away from you. Son of a bitch. All right. Let's get back to where this was. Uh, you are making a constitution saving throw, Jarl. Okay. Uh, I can, I'm pretty sure I can do this at advantage because of my... Sword of Justice, Holy Avenger. All right. So uh, do make your uh, check, though. You said Constitution? Yes, a Constitution saving throw. It's a 26. Yeah, that will pass. So you are taking half, then, of 48 plus 30. So that's 78 divided by 2 is 35, 36, 38, 39 necrotic damage. Okay. Ow. Yep, that's all we can do on his turn. So that is the end of enemies. And how far is it from me now? It is now. Let's see. So you had that was 140 minus 60. So that's 80, 70, 60. It is 50 feet away from you. Okay. I will um, smack the living shit out of the bonework skeleton. All right. Oh, did, did they take... When do they take their uh, 3d8? Let me see. Might be the end of their turn. It's when they end their turn, yep. 
So that takes another 3d8 radiant damage. All right. Do they have to repeat the save? Yes. Okay, what save is it making again? Uh, Wisdom save against the DC of 19. Yeah, no. Uh, and it takes nine damage off the bat. All right. And then okay. I will smack it. Smack it. Ooh. Uh, that, that's it's. I rolled an 18, and I know 17s are hitting, and it's plus 15. Yeah. I don't feel like doing the math. Yeah, that's going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> It'll do the job. And then the second attack... Uh, is an 18, because I rolled a 3. <laughs> so that's going to okay. hit. Um, I do an automatic 2d10 radiant damage. I think I will... Um, let's see, it's only slightly injured, right? Yeah, right now it's only slightly injured. I will do... I'm going to just try to kill it. Two first level Divine Smites. Okay. No, just one. So, I'm going to do one. So, so what order are these attacks hitting? Hmm? What order are these attacks hitting in? Um, The first one is the Divine Smite. The second one is not. Okay. So we know that it hits. What's that first attack look like? So many dice is what it looks like. 29 radiant damage and then 12 slashing damage on the first hit. Okay, so 19 plus 20, you said? Uh, it's 39 or 29 plus 12. 29, 29 plus 12, okay. 29 radiant, 12 slashing. Okay, good. The first one hits... As a reaction to that first one, we're going to take Vengeful Embrace, which is a attack with the Shoulder Blades weapon. I remember this one, yeah. Yeah. Plus to hit, reach five feet, one target. And if it uh, gets you, it grapples you. Okay. That's an 18 plus six. That's a 24 against your armor class. Matches. So that's a hit, right? Yes. So it's 2d6 plus four piercing, which is not a lot. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. So 13 piercing damage. And you are okay. grappled. Uh, thankfully, you can still attack it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other attack will still go through. Okay. Then I will... Yeah, I'll still do the same plan. Um, right. So 2d10 plus 1d8. It's 14 plus... 17 radiant damage and 14 slashing damage. Okay, so 17, 7, 12, 5, 6, 7, 8. Yes, that is just enough to get the job done. Nice. Oh, well, you're not grappled anymore. <laughs> yeah. You do, uh, however, now... have. Yeah, so you slash the bejesus out of this thing, and what happens out of it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it picks me up and I just kind of like it think like all oh, you think of the other hand kind of thing and I just impale it <laughs> with my sword um, and just kind of like cut it in half 
Uh, and then after that, I just march my 30 feet towards little demon Pope. Okay. The top half of it is still attached and slightly impaled through your shoulders, but you are not deterred as the front of this thing is just kind of like bouncing off your chest plate. The, sure. It's, it's nothing, just a flesh wound. Yeah. Do I it's get within the corpse 15 of his feet? enemies like hanging from his chest like a banner? Right. Um, <laughs> let's see. So, um, so that would be 50 feet. So what's your move? 30. So I'm 20 feet away 30. from him. 50. So 30 leaves you 20 feet. Yeah. Yeah. Just five feet away from my radius. Yeah. All right. So that is your turn. It looks like you've done plenty of attacking. I think you've bonused. You've definitely moved. So Boris, we're on to you. Uh, or is going to use uh, cunning action to, to dash on Hector. Can you use cunning action on uh, on a creature that isn't on a mount? Oh yeah, how, mean, how does that work? Well, What's the ruling? Okay, on that? so hold on, hold on, hold on. This is actually an interesting one. So hold on. Yeah, because I know Hector functions as like an extension of me in terms of turn operation, but I guess I don't know if that applies to like. This is, this is a good philosophical faster. <laughs> so there are mounted combat rules actually for fifth edition. Uh... Okay, the rules as written is that you can use cunning action while you're mounted just fine. Dash, disengage, and hide are all valid actions for a mounted character, so a mounted rogue can do them as a bonus action. But this is from Reddit, so I mean, you know. Jeremy Crawford, who's the guy who does the rulings and stuff, says that a rider and a controlled mount technically have separate turns, but they have the same initiative, which means you decide which one goes first. So, like, uh, the... That's for... Um, like, you, the, the mound itself is the one that's dashing. The mount, sorry, excuse me. The mount itself is what is dashing. So if the mount dashes, that doesn't use my bonus action. Apparently does at not. All, then? But that's really not how we've been playing this, like, the entire time. Not really. Hector, right? Like, no, it has not. I didn't really understand how mounted combat worked in D&D, and I realized that there's actually fucking rules for this. Yeah, the, the mount thing is I'm looking at... The Says mount it needs is its to own independent its own entity. action, right? Yeah. So the mount would use its action to dash. You would retain your action economy. Right. Dope. Sounds convincing so you, enough to me. There you so go. You can still use cunning action at some point for yourself. Oh, that's that's even better. That's, that's okay. I mean, to be fair, we've been playing essentially handicapped then while you yeah. had Hunter. And so, if anything, now we've discovered a cool new thing that was yeah. we've always been able to do. What other right. what other actions would your amount make? That's really about it. Um, no, you dash every single turn. Otherwise, you're leaving economy on the table. Well, I mean, Hector, technically speaking, can like grapple and attack things. Oh, OK. Right? He's not designed right. to do that. But based on the fact that he's sort of loosely based on the giant crab attributes with some significant adjustments to them. Okay, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, right. so you would be dashing in lieu of... Claws to, like, grapple or, like, hit something with his claw or whatever. Not right, you could also, it could also... It could also... It could also disengage. It could dodge. You know what I mean? Like... Uh, he could also technically... He could be a, you know, crab shield for me. Yeah, but the rider determines, essentially, which, which acts first in initiative because they have the same turn. They have two separate turns, but the same turn. Cool. Sounds... Uh, absolutely fantastic. All right. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so Hector dashes uh, at Dead Kid or uh, Demon Baby. Okay. I have so Demon Baby. My notes, what Demon is Baby. Hector's base move speed? Sixty. So it's a hundred and twenty foot dash then. Yeah. So I'm ten feet away from Demon Baby. Okay. Sure. We'll say you're ten feet out. And I, I bust out a hand crossbow and shoot him. All right, hang on. So one of my hand crossbow plus twos. Boris, okay. So you are shooting, yes. There's nothing that gives me any sort of, you know, advantage for the sneak attack here, but that's all right. And um, 28. 28 is going to hit. Perfect. Yeah, it's going to be such a small amount of damage after my last attack. Oh, that was rough. Uh, 10. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Is that a magical hand crossbow? It's a plus two. Uh, yes, it's a plus two. Okay. The fancy so, ones that I pulled out of the, the training room. Okay. It takes the 10 then. Um, And then with my cutting action. Oh, I guess I can't. I mean, if I use my cutting action to dash, I'm dashing off of Hector. Then, yes. Because right? Hector's moves yes. as far and, as he can. And you have to use half of your movement to dismount. That's actually yes. one of the things I just read, too. It I read that, too, your, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it would take 15 to dismount, and then I'd have 45 to actually move, because it's half right. regular. Yeah, because um, you could break up your moves that you're doubling it after you've dismounted. Yeah. Right. Okay. So um, so you're within 10 feet, and Jarrell is within 20 feet, right? Yep. It's fantastic. You have attacked. I am going to take a reaction. Um, he hasn't done one of those yet. Yeah. Or actually, no. I'm not going to be doing that. Keep uh, keep going. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh -oh. That means he's, um, he's holding it for a better opportunity. Oh, good. Um, um... We don't know that, though, so... Pretty sure I can't. I mean, I, I I suppose technically speaking, according to my character, I could try to hide behind Hector, but I really can't actually like role play hiding behind Hector right now. So nope, that's. I guess I use my cutting action to disengage. You're not in I'm melee. Not, I'm not really in. No. in yeah, and right if now. you were disengaging, yeah. you would also be again moving off of Hector. Off of Hector, yeah. Okay, never mind. I just stay on Hector. That's it. I don't I don't use my bonus action for anything right now. Sounds good. Okay, at the end of your turn, I will take a legendary action. A legendary and, action. Yes, and use Necromancer's Bolts. The thought of Vecna fires bolts of necromantic energy at up to three creatures it can see within 30 feet. Each target must make a DC 19 constitution saving throw. Okay, yes. so both Jarrell and Boris make constitution saving throws. Is Boris yeah, is within this? 30 feet of me? Because we still get advantage on saving throws. But it's versus spells, so I don't know if this counts. It's not a spell. It's an action, like an ability this thing has. It's a legendary action. What is it? What does this look like? It's like Sorry, little and bolts. Yeah, necromancer's bolts. Which type so, of saving throw was that? Uh, it is a constitution saving throw. Constitution. So the god of Vecna throws his hands up in the air and goes, ah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> fires out of both his left and right hands a looking shadowy bolt of coruscating crackling darkness that flies at both 
Jarrell, and at Boris. Okay, uh, Boris does your... get my aura of protection, which just adds my charisma modifier, which is five now to save. The saving throw. Okay. Oh, cool. I get exactly 19 then, which doesn't mm-hmm. actually save me, right? Does it? Or I need 19. We don't know. What the is DC. his constitution? Oh, it is 19 is the DC. Oh, okay. We know the DC now. Yeah. Constitution, you said? Yes. Uh, 26. Okay. Nice. Way to go, Jarrell, with the, with the auras and shit. All right. And uh, does a uh, uh, matching pass then, or does a uh, matching fail? Matching passes. Matching passes. Okay. So 22, 4d10 necrotic, and it says nothing about half damage. So, all right. Nobody is taking damage from that one. Yeah. Ooh. <sighs> Probably. Right. I mean, the thing is, legendary actions, he's got that's like at the end of anyone's turn. So. Yeah. All right, so that will be the end of Boris's turn. We now move on to Paradel. How uh, far am I away from the nearest enemy now? Paradel, you are, uh, let's see, I think you are 50 feet away if you had moved up towards where. Um... He was with the, he was engaged, I think, pretty much with the bone work thing. Yeah, was I engaged? You were close. Yeah, you were close. shot it. Yeah, you just shot it, though. You were just out of range. Yeah, he shot it with uh, Gladys. Okay. You could catch Uh, up with the Jarrell right now, though. Yeah, as long as you have a 30-foot move, you should be able to catch Jarrell. I have a 25-foot move. But wait, how far could you go with the moon shoes? (laughs) I'm not going to waste that now. Okay, fair. Save charges the moon shoes. Yeah, I need to keep those fully charged. That's fair. at At the present moment. That's fair. Um, also, I think I need to uh, read. Uh, all I remember is that that is a battery that can run out. <laughs> and yeah. it's not fluent on the whole rules. So I think I need to review what happened in that episode still. Because <laughs> uh, I don't think I wrote down the entire thing. But um, yeah, I am going to move another 25 feet forward and take another shot with Gladys Knight heavy crossbow. Okay. You are taking it at, um, well, you're taking it at the thought of Ekna then. Yes. Yeah, because it's the only live target. No. Oh, wait. Yeah, that's okay. That's the only live target. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's 18 to hit. Uh, 18, okay, that will hit. That's a... Another 10 damage. All right, and that becomes five since Gladys is not magical. Great. <laughs> and... Oh, man. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm... I guess you're getting the hits in. Yeah, I think that's it. That's it. That'll be that'll be my turn. Okay, that is the end of Paradel. That is the end of combat round. We have eight rounds remaining before the bombs detonate. Oh, good. We are back to the top with you, Felix. I'm gonna do the thing that warlocks do. Uh, first, I'm gonna move 25 feet closer. All right. Um, and then I am going to Eldritch Blast. 
Okay, so let's see, 25, that puts you, what about, 105 feet away or so? Yep, that'll work for me. All right, sounds good. And, uh, fire away, oh yes. Uh, the lowest is an 18. Okay, these so you'll get, you'll get your hits in. Okay, yeah, the rest is like, we're talking like high 20s or the low 30s. Um, 28 force damage. All right. Uh, again, its speed is reduced by 10 feet until the end of my next turn. Okay. And uh, I push it 10 feet closer to Jarell. Oh, so now All it's right. within my uh, spirit guardians and must make a DC 19 saving throw. Of um, on whose turn? As soon it as it enters it. the area. Yeah. Okay. So it makes it now on this turn, DC 19, what kind of uh, wisdom? DC 19 wisdom. Okay. Combo. Passes. Oh, that takes half damage. Still combo. 3, D8. Ooh, 19. So it takes nine. Okay. Radiant damage. All right. I also just. I also just realized something because like, I'm about to command these ghouls. Um, now that I've pushed the thought of Vecna into range of the spirit guardians, these ghouls were not among those chosen when the spell was cast to be safe from the spirit guardians. So if they enter the area, they're going to get blasted by Jarell's spirit buddies. Yeah, so 150%. Instead, so just and yeah. I am going to order them to run like at the omnibombs and just sort of like guard them i'm going to send two to the one that's closest to me and then i'm going to send one out like for you know to the one that's like further away just have them keep moving in that direction so i'm going to send the other guys back because i realize like my my little like my little ghoul dudes are just going to get absolutely shredded as soon as they try to attack this thing by jarell because it's like to jarell these are just another undead but right now these are my tools i'm gonna use them um so that's what i do with that action and then let's see how far is slim now that all the movings happened remember i moved her she's moved a total of 60 feet closer since the start of combat so if i'm 105 feet away i was gonna say my last note has slim at 130 feet away yeah but then this thing like started flying and doing everything so i pushed it again 10 feet but whatever, I'm going to have Slim literally just take the dash action and, and fly as fast as she can. Because she, oh, she moves 60 per turn, so I'm sorry. Um, uh, so I guess if I dash and move 120, I just want to get her up in the face of this fucking thing. Or at least close. So that at least next turn, I can get her to do the health action. I think dashing 120 should at least put me in range. Or put her in range. Put it in range. I don't know. It's a familiar. It takes many shapes. Okay, so Slim is just going to be within range. Okay. That's it. Just wanted to get her there ready to help for okay. the next turn. That's it. All right. Okay. Anything else on your turn then, Felix? Uh, No, that's it. Okay, fantastic. Quinn, we have moved on to you. So I am how far from Vecna? The thought of Vecna? 
You are, uh, let's see, it has moved slightly closer to you, so I would say you are, um, let's see, how far behind Jarrell were you? About 30 um, feet behind? Yeah. Yeah, because Jarrell would have moved ahead of me. 30, yeah. 20, so it is 50 feet away from you now. Okay. I'm going to cast haste on myself. Okay. It doubles my speed. It gives me a plus two to bonus AC or plus two bonus AC um, advantage on dexterity saving throws. Um, and I also gain an additional action that can be an attack, dash, engage, disengage, hide, or oh, yeah, use baby. object. Hasty boy. So um, I'm going to double my speed, which means I move right up to him. Um, I'm going to then use that bonus action to attack. So I'm going to attack with my rapier. Um, that is going to be a 21. Okay, you are attacking. Uh, so you've moved all the way in and are attacking with the rapier? Yep. Okay. I'm brave now. All right. Um, is right next to Jarrell. Okay, sounds good. I, I assume that hits at 21. Yes, the 21 does hit. Hell yeah. Eight. That is uh, eight damage. Eight um, damage. All right. And I am assuming that is magical, correct? Yeah, um, you, got, you got you got a fancy rapier, didn't you? At least. Oh, sure. yes. My plus two rapier. All right. Yes. Yeah, so all we need. So, yeah. So that's ten. Ten damage. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to I'm going to hold my space. Um because I am a mage slayer, so I'm hoping that that can give me some advantage here. Okay. Oh, right. um, Jarrell, you did not use my Bardic Inspiration, correct? No, I didn't. Okay, um, so I'm going to throw it at at uh, Boris then. My I think this is my last one. Um, Hopefully we get short rest between these things. I'm going to save it. Sorry, Boris. I'm going to save it because. Uh, yeah, I'm going to save it. Cool. Forget it. I will end my turn. OK, sounds great. Uh, we are now on to enemies and we only have one of enemy of which to speak. So let's see. What do you want to do here? Da, 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 da. Yeah, we'll get back to the innate spell casting. We are going to cast harm. And we are actually, you know what? We are going to point it at the last person attacked. So, Quinn, it is coming at you, and you will need to make a constitution saving throw. At advantage. Hey. I think, I think at advantage and plus five. <laughs> I think that's how that actually works. Is aura protection and the sword of justice. Um, this is a constitution saving throw, correct? Yes. Okay, never mind. Um, did it advantage and added five. I did do it advantage, and I was trying to hope that something else of mine could protect me here, but so plus five, and it's constitution. So actually, not too bad. So 21, actually, now that I realize my constitution saving throw is a plus eight. <laughs> okay. Nope, a constitution, that will do it. And so you are taking half as much on 14d6 necrotic. 
14 D6. 14 D6, yes. Oh. Thank God I succeeded on that, huh? So let's see, you are taking. Yep, you take, uh, let's see, 25, 26, 7. You take 28 necrotic damage. 28 necrotic damage. I'm going to use my superiority dice to take less damage. You so I'm going to parry. That? Yep. Can you parry a spell? Oh, <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> like, I, 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 I can't. Logically, I found fucking, that hard to understand. That'd be a hell of a fucking Sorry. parry. <laughs> Listen, I tried. I tried. All right, so 28. <laughs> well, right. but we have the 20 temporary hit points, right? So I didn't yeah. really lose much. Cool. Thanks, Hedrick. Shout yeah, out. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Seriously, buddy. Okay, let's see. Now we are still on. Uh, let's see. We've taken a Felix uh, bolt recently, so we are still on half speed. Is it half speed or minus ten feet? Speed? Just minus ten. Just minus ten. Minus ten. So twenty feet of fly. Um, I don't think uh, fly gets you out of oppies, though, does it? I think it should be as long as you're moving out away from melee combat, yeah. right? Yeah. So no, we're not going to do that. Um, so was it was it the thought of Vecna that shot me with that spell? Yes. Oh, okay. So because I'm within five feet of him, I can use a reaction to attack him though, because I'm a mage slayer. All right. That'll Sorry, I have so many different pieces to my character that I'm trying to keep it all up. All right. So I'm going to make another um, rapier attack. Oh. Uh, 15. <laughs> well, 15 is plus two also added to my attack as a magic weapon. Yeah, like it goes, it gets, okay. it's, so it's, it's added in addition to so the bonuses. 17. Okay, 17 hits. Yeah. Oop. I almost rolled another d20. So it's going to be 12 damage. All right. 12, 12 damage. damage. Okay. Wonderful. That is uh, the end of enemies then. Uh, since that's everything you've got. Jarrell, we have moved on to you. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, I'll whack him twice more. You'll whack him twice more. Uh, first one is a hit for sure. It's 16 plus 15, so it's 31 to hit. Oh, yeah. my God. Nice. <laughs> and the second one is a 27 to hit. Uh, how's he looking? Um, he's starting to finally take some damage. Okay. It's a bit of a tank. Well, I have a feeling that we have to kill this thing to get the bubble away from us. So I'm going to use... That, that, is, that is also my assumption. Yeah. I'm going to use both of my last... Well, I have one more first level Divine Spine I can use or a first level spell I can use later. Um, but that's 3d8 per hit. 26 plus 16 is 42, 42. Right? And then so that's radiant damage you're doing there. Yep, that's just the radiant damage. Plus 31 slashing damage. So oh, and, and it had to make it had to make that uh, 
constitution or wisdom save again for my spirit guardians spirit. who are still hanging around. Uh, wisdom save, you said? Yep. Mm-hmm. Let's see, that is going to be a 24. Yep, that beats it, so it takes half of that, too. All right, so what's my total here? You're throwing around a lot of numbers. So 49 radiant and 31 slashing. Okay. Fair enough. It's definitely starting to look uh, somewhat worse for wear. We'll take it. Yeah. All right. Anything else on your turn then, Jarrell? No. Okay. I'm just going to move on right along to Boris then. Boris is just going to sneak attack it by flinging her dagger without even needing to move since half the team is within five feet. Yeah, i it right now. At uh, 25. 25 does hit. Fifty-four. Fifty-four. Oh boy! All right, so we are definitely very low now. Yes. <laughs> That's all Boris does. That's it. All right. Those are That's all one. Boris does. Okay, wonderful. At the end of your turn, we are going to do that. Uh, we're going to have us another uh, legendary action. We are going to definitely uh, throw those necromancers bolts at the three people who are in range. So Jarrell, Quinn, and Boris, you're all making constitution saving throws. You all get to add plus five. I really should have moved. <laughs> is this to is this with advantage again? No, no, you just get plus okay. five. It's not a spell. Oh, right. Got yeah. it. So he raises his hands in more gibberish. Omnibus, you know, sounding very <laughs> Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom and throwing his hands up, only this time also throwing a foot out behind him so that uh, three bolts fly out at the three of you. Uh, let's see. Quinn, what do you have? 22. 22 passes. Boris. Uh, including the extra five, I have 18. 18 does not get it done. And uh, how about you, Jarl? Uh 25. 25. Okay. So uh, let's see. And that is uh, 4d10 necrotic that uh, you are taking there, Boris. Does this count as an attack? 11... That I can really. uncanny dodge. No? Yeah. 29. Okay, so uh, you take 29 necrotic damage. Ugh. Uh, well, let's on. see. How does uncanny dodge work again? Uh, uncanny dodge is, as a reaction, I can have the damage of an attack from an attacker that I can see. Gotcha. I guess this wasn't really counted as an attack. Attack. It's, it's a legendary a, action, right? Yeah, it's not really an attack, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. 29. That's cool. Are okay. we taking half that or no? No. If you've passed, you don't take it. Cool. Uh, one pile of bones or corpse of a medium or smaller humanoid within 10 feet of each target is affected as if by the animate dead spell. Well, we got some bones within 10 feet of Jarrell. God damn it. See what animate dead does for that. Okay, great. It literally just becomes a skeleton at this point. It's on its <laughs> feet, but 
It's not anything particularly special to write home about. It's mostly just still attached to the front of you, Jarrell, but it is now uh, reanimated its arms and is weakly banging on your chest piece. I sense desperation. Oh, it actually entered the area of his spirit yeah, so it takes for the first time. <laughs> yes, and it's it's it it was reanimated in the rail in the range of the spirit guardians. Yeah, so, so Joseph the Just and uh, yeah. Does it, so, does, you mind if I call the audible on this one? Joseph the Just and Saint Cuthbert both come up and each put an arm around the shoulder of the skeletons and just kind of gently lift it off and escort it off to the side like they're just bouncers <laughs> escorting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, you, you've had enough for today, buddy. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> so that Excellent. happens, and uh, all right. So that is the end of Boris's turn. Paradell, how about you close us out? Um, that I will. Uh, I think I am within 25 foot range. Mm-hmm. All right. Correct. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to uh, approach with uh, Denoise and Defunk drawn. Okay, he pull up. I'm just going to go fucking wild with uh, Defunk right now. Gonna... Sounds good. Are you going, as the kids say, goblin mode? I think I'm going <laughs> goblin mode. <laughs> no, I'm going gnome mode. I'm a gnome proud mode. gnome. Yeah, Gnomes that's right. don't go goblin mode. I'm sorry. That's, that's true. <laughs> Gnomes go gnome mode. Gnome mode. He's going gnome mode, folks. You heard it here first. Especially Paradox. He said... He's like a very proud gnome. He said no mo. I'm going no mode. That's correct. All right. Uh, first swing. Fuck. It's uh. <laughs> I'm gonna add Quinn's inspiration to that. Here we go. Where's my dang D12? That's a D12, right? All right, that's uh, 18 to hit. Yeah, that does it. Okay, and that is a... That's a nine. That is a very promising number there. Uh, second hit. I'm just going wild. I'm going I'm going swanging. All right. That is a 17. That is a 17, which also hits. That is a 12 damage. That is 12 damage. All right. Do you have any more attacks going? Uh-huh. All right. Roll that beautiful bean footage. It's a 27. 27 hit. definitely does Hey-o. it. Uh, that's an 11 damage. That is 11 damage. All right. So how about you tell us how you have struck down, at least at this point, the thought of Vecna? I'm still going. Oh, okay. <laughs> Keep on swinging then. That's uh, 26 to hit. I yeah, mean, yeah, you hit a corpse now, so. Yeah, okay. that's what I'm doing. It's okay, you do you. <laughs> that's uh, six damage. He's <laughs> just kicking it in the ribs now. Yeah. It pissed me off. It's hurting my friends, and I am. And we already really, killed this before. I'm, Come on. I'm done. I'm done with this. And uh, my offhand attack, of course. All right. Ooh, that's a 12. That is a 12. All right. Your offhand, you rip off his arm and smack him in the head with it. For <laughs> Actually, I mean, well, that is a nat one. So what happens? There's a nat one. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh the no. So <laughs> my hubris got the best of me. Yeah. You did this to yourself, yeah. <laughs> Alright. So we are going to take that last attack. We're gonna grab it, we're gonna put it off to the side, we're gonna hang on to it. Describe how the previous attacks kill the thought of Vecna. Um well after the first three hits, uh it like evaporates in this like golden bluish glow. <laughs> Alright. And uh I I it, it, yeah, it sort of like dusts itself in into like dissolution, and uh, there's like a little snap at the end of it, and yep. then I keep on swinging through that. All right, so you swing on through the snap and whoosh, 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 and Just as as uh, as your whoosh, whoosh goes by, darkened tendrils from the uh, various parts of him that were discoporeated start reaching back together Ew. the various dark threads of necromancy that held this thought of Vecna together draw it back in as the death ward that it was carrying snaps it back to one hit point and with your last attack with the nat one that swings it catches your hand though swinging at the wrist not this time and that's oh, where no. we're going to call today's episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. Oh, yeah. oh, how could you do this? Make it make it save against my, uh, my spirit guardians. Oh, my God. <laughs> make, make it save. Yeah. I will make it save against the spirit guardians next time. But if you like us, until then, you can find us on the Internet. We are in such places as for its final twitching convulsing dying days twitter at hapless heroes we're also on instagram at hapless heroes and if you search facebook for hapless heroes podcast you could find us there either of those places if you continue to fuck with the zuck anyway all of those places will take you to the crown jewel of our internet presence the place where you really want to be and the place where we really want you to be our discord server where you can meet and greet and chat and hang out with us on a daily basis because we are there every day because we know no better way to live our lives than on the interwebs specifically through discord now if you really like us though you could leave us a five star view on the podcast service of your choice uh, I'm sure you've got plenty of different podcast services that you've listened to. I'm certain that you've resolved on one. And if you're this deep in the podcast, you probably already know. But if you don't, I'm going to remind you to leave a review wherever your podcast allows you to do it. And with our special set of skills, we will find that review. We will read it. We will acknowledge you on air as the five-star human that you are. But if you really, really like us, just really like us wasn't enough, but you really, really like us, you can donate to our Patreon, patreon.com slash hapless heroes. There is a number of reward tiers there, but uh, some of those ones, you know, maybe not the base, base bottom one, but anything above that's going to get you access to some pretty cool stuff like our uh, our uh, patron lounge channel in our Discord, an extra special place where we do our posting with our pinkies in the air. But also in that channel and also on our Patreon, you get access to our outtakes, our bloopers, and uh, maybe some uh, kind of offbeat shows that we've recorded in between episodes. Yeah. I'm sure you'll love it. The kids love it. Everyone loves it. It's a good time. You should join. And I want to say, Jeff. Except for Jeff. Come on, Jeff. Jeff get it together. It get it. The sucks. F- get it the fuck together, Jeff. Um, and I will say, uh, you know, this is our last episode that will be airing in 2022. So uh, we'll see you in the new year. Uh, thank you and happy new year to all of you. Yeah.
And if you like us right now, you like us, Sally Field and the whole deal, uh, make a meatloaf and then uh, slice very thin slices of it. Um, ketchup or gravy, it's it's your choice. I, I don't I don't want to, you know, t- dictate what kind of meatloaf you're going to be making. But uh, take take a couple of those slices to your local um, print center or office supply store and wherever has like a a lamination service and laminate your slices of meatloaf and um, bring them to uh, your local library and uh, display them as your your special little artworks and say that everybody should listen to Hapless Heroes Podcast. Thank you very much. That was one of the rare ones where you could definitely tell that uh, <laughs> the idea stopped for a moment. I don't know what you're talking about, Fran. Just that, go, that just cohesive and just, coherent. And just that's go all out, I've got to say about just that. Go, just go out there and <laughs> laminate your meatloaf, folks. Laminate your meatloaf and put it on display at the library. <laughs> yep. That was a thought that warmed me to the cockles of my heart. And uh, venturing a little further, maybe into the subcockle regions, maybe the lungs, maybe the liver, we're going to outro our cast and we're going to start on... Cockle region. Yeah. The bottles. <laughs> we will start on, oh, we need to mind my left with uh, the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom, played by Francesco. I, I had a plan. To his left, we have Lord Jarrell the Light, played by John. Until next time. To his left, we have Harold Lincolnwoods, played by Zach. Ooh, To his left, we have Boris the Butcher, played by Nicole. Won't that thing just die already? And to our left, we have Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, played by Mike. Slashing at mages and taking names. My name is Dave. I've been your host and dungeon master for this evening. Join us next week as we continue this, uh, this little imbroglio we got here. It's going to be a good time. Please join us. See you then. Bye-bye now. Bye. 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 Bye now, cockles. Ha, 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 ha.